At JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupons. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Love Talk Radio. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. She acts like summer and walks like rain. Talks like June,
All right. This was the part that the screamer came in again. Uh, any views or reflections that are repeated on this show do not elaborate the viewpoints of LCN, its affiliates or company. We're a nonprofit organization. All views from the panelists and speakers are their own and guaranteed by the First Amendment constitutional right of freedom of speech. This is LCN Open Poetry. I'm Raz. Sunday night. Uh, I guess uh, I'll welcome in uh, some of the callers on the phone. What do we got here tonight? Uh, back me up on this. Rack, is that you? Uh, wow. Multi two minutes segment there. But uh yeah. Let me try that again. Rack. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> Sunday nights and all right. <clears throat> Used to be Saturday night with the Elton John song. The yep. whole modification series going on. Hey, they made made they made adjustments for us, man. We're the exceptions. Exceptions to the rules, yes. There should be plenty of those when it comes to poetry, if we want it to be new. And uh, who else do we have on the line? Unmuted. Hello? Tell me. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I muted myself. Zappa, is that you? Zappa. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm, I'm just Zappa. muting so I don't like it. Just keep spilling, you know, blah, 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 blah. Anyways. You're still here from yesterday? Nice to have you tonight. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I've been Zappa working in every back day. in the group. Yeah. There's uh, a couple of more callers. Hello. Hi, Raz. Hi, Raz. It's liquid, hey, liquid damage. damage. Yeah. How you doing, sweetheart? <coughs> doing great. You gonna have your show on Saturday? Right on. Yeah. Um, yeah, next, next Saturday. Is it gonna be open poetry? No, we're doing springtime. Springtime of prom. Is it spring yet? That's always good. Yeah. Are we there yet? I think March 21st is the official first day of spring. I don't know if that changes or not. But... Yeah. Yeah, and then we just got a week worth of snow. Mm. <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah, just as the snow was about to be all melted off, it snowed for a week. Yeah, it was really cold just last night. I was thinking to myself, Jesus Christ, we're really in April instead of spring yet? I guess uh, the groundhog decided to come out late right here. It's crazy. It's like right. 80 degrees here. It's already nighttime, man. Packed it all over. It was, 17, it was 17 degrees here this morning. Damn. Yeah, it was cold. I guess uh, all that's what you get when you live in Alaska. Oh, what part of Alaska? 
Homer. I'm oh, about cool. 20 miles outside of Homer. Wow. Is that you, Juno? Yeah, I, I know do know, well, Juno. Yeah. <laughs> what Juno, did you know? Juno? What did you know? What did you know? <laughs> I know something, you right? Know? I was just thinking of the Cognac Island, you know. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Ah, uh, yeah, it gets cold there. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean, sure. man? <laughs> all right, on. I hear we have another Alaskan coming tonight. Rack. So our next caller, six by seven. That's Paulie Wyatt. Who's this? This is Paulie Wyatt. Paulie Wyatt. I thought it was just making sure. Yeah, right, we hear you, Paulie. Glad to have you, man. Thank you. Oh. Okay, I got to stay for a little bit. I clock in at 7, so. I got to go, work tonight. Oh, my God. Get some sleep, though. Get rest. Got to rest. <laughs> Got to keep it flowing. Yep. Sleep when I'm All dead. Right. And there's one Relax. more, which is like <laughs> a ghost signal. We had this one yesterday, so I don't know how to even invite them in or who's calling by that number, but they tried again. I guess we're all here. We're all ready for poetry. Oh, yeah. We uh, got this together, you know. seems that uh, Boo was a bit late today. She was delayed, and we don't even know what happened to Lizzie, but someone has to try and carry on with the show. Right on, Raz. <laughs> the late little Miss Boo. All right, starting off tonight. Paul, you said you're you're on a crunch. So uh yeah, you wanna go first with your poem, your piece never sure. let it go. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna put that up on the board and uh you can take the floor, sir. This uh poem I chose a true story about somebody I just met that day. Um, no background. She tried she tried suicide. Well, well, she succeeded. But I think she died mainly of a broken heart. Are you, are you going to do your piece, Polly? That was the whole thing? Or? Yeah, I'm going to do it. I can't find it. <laughs> Tonight we're featuring... Oh, 
Bring the actual poem just into the background. There we go. There we go. The, uh, I found a page here. Where's my phone? Is it in the. Oh, here's it. Okay, scroll down. And not... <clears throat> okay, never let him go. Yesterday I found you standing on the edge. He turns to me and asks it all means. I says to you that nothing really matters. I held you close to me. All I could do is hope and pray. Please, Lord, does it have to be this way? But all I can hear is your tears of pain. So I held you even closer. It was all I could do at this, uh, do this time. Was it pain? Weakened voice, you told me. Please never let me go. Never, never let go of me. I don't even know how you mean everything to me. For the first time in what seemed to be forever, you smiled and softly said to me, Girl, I ever really wanted in my life. Then your smile quickly faded and your eyes were slowly closed. So I held you in my arms for a while longer. I had to stop to say goodbye for now. End of poem. Yeah, this is a very touching piece. And, you know, it shows certain individuals, they come and go, but they touch your life in a way that you really never forget. I can relate to the message here. How do you feel about this piece, Zappa? Um, You know, just reminiscing. You always take steps to, to like, a personal level, too, you know. I really love... I love, but at the same time, I hate it, you know, I, like, you know, reminisce myself, you know, and, like, you know, certain families. I can only name, like, three women in my life, three girls in my life that were just, you know, you know held me up, yeah. made me feel like a human being, made me feel invincible, broke me down, destroyed me. But did I destroy myself? Please, Lord, why does this have to happen? Why does it have to be this way? Oh, my God, the big question. You know why? I don't know, but I can tell you this. The poem you've written, I mean, there's probably 500 million different people that have written the same thing about someone they love, and it's beautiful, man. Beautiful. Motion all over the direction, all over the place. Beautiful way. Thank you. At least 500 million. We, we've been uh, discussing love poetry <laughs> as a species about 10,000 years, so... Yeah, I think that's a fair estimate there. What about your viewpoint, Liquid Damage? Oh, my God, beautiful and soulful, my darling. That was absolutely emotionally charged and heartfelt. And, yeah, I think we've all um, been able to be there at one point or another. Um, it's, It's very hard on our hearts to be there. But it's a fact of life, and and we endure and and go on. But the memory is always there, and and that's what affects us so deeply. And so I loved your poem, sweetheart. It was very, very beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it's the first time I ever read it out loud. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's okay. You did a good job. Yeah, thank you. Yes. And Rack, would you like to... 
take a shot at this, my Polly Wallace? Yeah, man. Um, you know, there's something special about that moment that you want to be there um, because, you know, you can relate to the person's pain and you want to be able to comfort them and take it away. But, but you know, no matter how much you can comfort them, no matter how much you hold them in their arms and try and, you know, squeeze out of them almost, it, it still hurts. Yeah. So um, to be able to share in that, um, it feels like, you know, even if you can't take it away, you, you can help, you know, let them know that, you know, you understand. And that's almost equally important to me anyway. Um, it, it's a beautiful thought. And, um, you know, you don't always get to be there for the person. And that's also another beautiful thought. So, you know, it's two two things that, that you know, I won't say ease the pain, but, but make the memory a little more bittersweet for me anyway. Um, yeah. Like right. one said, it's, it's very relatable. Um, and, you know, you're never going to forget it. You know, it's, it's just one of those things, and, and it, it's tough to deal with. So at least you have that, um, that you were able to be there for them. Yeah. So whole head count here. Friend friend. And uh, I hope you like the feedback, Polly. We enjoyed the poem. I did. Thank you for taking the stage. Enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, there's someone else then, uh, in the studio, our host and co-host, Boo. <laughs> Hi, Boo. Yeah. Everything came Hi. up Irish okay. roses, like you said. What do you know? I think I'm late. <laughs> Boo. Huh? Boo. Sorry about that. Yeah. Had a situation. Yeah. Paul, I love your poem. Uh, I didn't even know you've been on here eight years. I thought right? you were a new <laughs> Yeah. I thought you were Put my head down. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's been yeah. years. Wow. You know, this shows your heart Thank how sweet you are and how giving you are and what a good friend and supporter you are. Uh, I know you've lost a lot of people. One in particular is special. I know this is a thing, but... Um, and then say goodbye for now. Just remember that it's just for now, because you'll get to see him again someday. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I never want to be an image in heat song. <laughs> just for now. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Just for now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she, she was a friend of a friend. Like, what did you say? Well, I said she was a friend of a friend. Like, I was, I was supposed to meet at the hospital to show support mm-hmm. for this girl. I got there before her, and um, and she sat there with her because she came. It was too late. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Mhm. Yeah, I've been there. And- you were there. That's <laughs> what matters. You were there. Somebody was there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that supposed is to be Because I had that number yesterday, and it didn't sound like him. Hold on a second. Wayne, is that you? Where are Wayne? Wayne? No, boo. I think he was knocking on another door. That's our ghost signal in the studio. It's not Wayne. Sorry about that. Well, somebody uh, owns a cat. Yeah. Got their... well, he, said on the, he, said on, he said on the board he was trying to get in. Knock, knock. Yeah. No, there's been no other numbers logged in so far. Paul, yeah, I'm sorry to hear about yeah. this. Is your friend uh, 
get through their ordeal in the hospital? <laughs> yeah, she showed up like 10 minutes afterwards. I had her left the room. And I, I had a break to meet her. It was just a sad case. I, I really didn't know her. You know? But uh, I'll never forget it. What an awkward situation. That's a hell of a way to meet her. Really? Yeah, really. Bring you have all you. kinds of life altering experiences at the hospital. Just ask yeah, really. yeah. I'm sure you handled it with class. I just thought I'd try to read that tonight. I, was like, hmm. I never read this without lab report. So, but thank you, all everybody, right. for your comments. That wonderful. Love the feedback. Glad we can have our say, sir. Next on the recital list would be you, Zappa. Are you ready to take the floor? I don't like people play. <laughs> what floor? Zappa? Oh, that's right. Can you hear me? <laughs> what floor did you say? <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. Okay, okay, we hear okay. you on the board, sir, if you're ready to read. Oh, it is. Which one is it? Which one? Which one? Which one? Parallel lines. Mm-hmm. Hold on, you guys. I am so sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I hate. I, oh, I hate that word. It's like saying I'm sorry. It should be more like. Anyone you want. You got a new one right on the list. I see. Whatever. No, that would be good. Okay. That would be good. Okay, you ready? You won't be the first person to change it up at the last second if you want. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, bingo, bingo, bing, bing, get it on. Parallel lines. I've seen my life fundamentally crisscross, and like any dream or nightmare reality, and I've tried before to redirect emotion. But it's like being stuck on an autopilot in overdrive, and so slow I see, and everything before it happens. There are lights, and usually only in my left field of vision, as I try again and again and again to make sense of this. Keeps happening. This might be close to death or closer to paranormal. But then don't we come closer to the shadows when we are closer to the other side? Maybe I'm nearly dreaming. Impulse. All right, we're gonna we're gonna finish up Zappa. Stop it for a second. Did you get it? Did you get it? Yeah, but uh, we saw something else when we read the poem. Oh my God! I was trying to delete that. Oh, I was trying to delete it off the board. You guys, I apologize. Anyways, well, I'm, I'm enough said. No, it's okay. Yeah, let well, me I love you guys. I'm going back. No, we can comment back on what we heard. Yeah. This other version. No worries. I'll take one. It was an awesome read, Zappa, no matter what it was. Either way, it's a pretty good poem. You're questioning, you know, more than one reality here. And uh, I think uh, a a certain mind state to understand if there's parallel worlds. So I like where you're coming from with this, how – we exist in the third dimension, but that doesn't mean there's not all the other dimensions in the universe. What do you feel about this, Rack? 
Well, I'll, I'll comfort you with the fact that whatever you put on the board, I didn't see it anyway, so don't worry about deleting it. Um, <laughs> I um, I, I, I like the piece and, and, and the thought um, and anything that, that explores, you know, psychology and things like that and parallel lives and parallel universes and whatnot. Um, I, it's really very intriguing. Um, and, and it does feel that way a lot of the time, so it's it's also relatable. Um Oh God, I, I talk about my scatterbrain all the time, and, and and again, this is just a place that I've been, and and it, it's relatable to me. So I appreciated it for that. I I really enjoyed it. All on that was Brack. What about you, Polly Wally, and uh, Zappa, Parallel Line? Yeah, sure. I really don't understand the Parallel Line theory. Um, I guess you're supposed to mirror mirror your your, your life. I don't know. But anyway, uh, interesting poem. Uh, very very well written. Very the way you started it off because I, I thought we were gonna be on a wild ride. <laughs> but um, it's a great it's a great way to write. I just don't understand the, the concept. I'm sorry. That's all right. You're not. No, it's perfectly all right, because the very thought of parallels, it borders on nonlinear thought. So, you know, it's not really that apparent whether or not they're even there when you use the linear. Liquid damage. How about you and the parallel lines? Oh, I, I as well thought it was fascinating and very thought-provoking. Um, it had a lot of depth and feeling. And I thought it was some really great ink. So thank you for sharing it, my darling. It was wonderful. Ooh, you have the last say here. Yeah, well, um, I think about parallel lines. I think, you know, the definition, right? Lines that never meet each other. So, um, you know, you had a dream and it turned out to be a nightmare. So these two lines never really met. They never meshed. They never came to fruition where you wanted them to be. Um, and it seems to be maybe the habit uh, or maybe the, you know, how your life seems to have worked out or how you see I mean, your life working out. And you don't know what's real and what isn't and how much is true and not. And you're kind of like just mm-hmm. at this point like, fuck it. Kind of what I see. I don't know. I'm right. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but the lines never meet. The lines never meet up. So you're just like pretty much – giving in, and I hope that's true, because I don't want you to feel that way, but, um, and then merely, maybe you're just leaning, because they never met, and they, you just can't even seem to get there, like, close, but not too, close, but yet not too far, how that saying goes, you, you know what I mean, <laughs> and um, it's, you're really good with the brevity, and you, I mean, I know you're a very smart guy, and it shows in everything that you write, good job, and I'm happy you're back. And you're parallel anyways, because if you were straight, I, it, it just wouldn't even be you. So. <laughs> just like I heard Boo talk in the background. We had a discussion about you, Zappo. She, she believes you're a genius. <laughs> and you know what they say about those. They definitely know the parallels. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the parallel. You just say all the food. It's good. I love you all. I really do. I love you all. Okay, so uh, group hug, but hopefully not from Huggly Wuggly. <laughs> All right, uh, Liquid Damage, I see you brought a piece tonight. 
without amusing Yes, I did. The title. It's a little it's a little long, but I thought you guys might enjoy it. Yeah, anything from you yeah, means really take the floor, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a little thing I call boogers. Little Cyrus Norton was a little slugger. He had a nasty habit, though. He liked to pick his boogers. Now, it's not so much he picked his nose. It's where he placed the snot. His mother always said to him, Cyrus, you must stop. He wiped them underneath his bed and on the walls and floor. He even wiped them on his clothes and behind the bedroom door. He wiped them on his father's black fedora hat then turned around and even wiped them on the family's cat. When Cyrus went to school, he hid them from his teacher. He wiped his boogers in his desk and underneath the bleachers. Then one day Cyrus went and wiped them on a kid whose mother wasn't happy over what he did. She came out to the front yard and then began to scoff. If you keep on picking it, your nose will soon fall off. Then Cyrus did a silly thing. He went up to the mother and as he smiled on her dress, he wiped a giant booger. Well, that is it, she yelled at him. You're a nasty boy, and when the day your nose falls off, I really will enjoy. Cyrus didn't believe her and told her she was mad, then went home and wiped some snot on his sleeping dad. Oh, my gosh, his mother said. What am I to do? You've even put your boogers in your sister's shoes. Go to bed, my booger boy. I'll see you in the morning. And think about what the neighbor said. I'd take it as a warning. While he slept, some magic brood and swirled around his head. It worked a spell upon his face while he laid in bed. When morning came, Cyrus went to watch his little face. But when he went to pick his nose, there wasn't but a trace. He climbed up on the step stool and looked into the mirror. Then he blinked his eyes three times so he could see much clearer. But alas, it was true, his nose had gone astray. He looked a little funny in a noseless way. He cried out for his mother, Quick, Mom, come and see. Something in the night has taken my nose away from me. She hurried to the bathroom and took one look at him. She stood in awe, and then across her face she got a grin. Well, my son, you should have kept your boogers in their place then maybe you'd still have a little nose upon your face. Look, Let's look in for it in your room. It couldn't have gone too far. I have to say that losing it is quite a bit bizarre. They found it in the bed sheets among the boogers hidden there. Then mother got a tissue out and picked it up with care. Yep, this is it, she said to him. Whatever should we do? Because today, nose or not, you have to go to school. They tried scotch tape on his nose, but it didn't last. So next they tried some glue on it, but it fell off in the bath. What am I to do today? I have to go to school. And if I go without my nose, I'll really look the fool. You should have thought about it before you wiped your snot on everything around you. I told you you should stop. So let me get an eyebrow stick. I'll fill the empty space by drawing on a little nose on your funny face. Well, that'll have to do. I think it looks all right. It should fool the kids at school. I really think it might. So off to school, Cyrus went, not feeling very well. Without his nose upon his face, Cyrus couldn't smell. And then the worst thing happened because he couldn't smell. 
He stepped into some dog poo and couldn't even tell. When he got to school that day, the kids all said, P.U., you look kind of funny and you smell like doggy do. Cyrus was embarrassed. He couldn't smell the stink. How he got, how did he get through school? He really had to think. The teacher then came out to see what the heck was going on whilst all the kids surrounded him and sang this icky song. Little smelly Cyrus, one day he came to school. He had a funny face and dog dew up on his shoes. Well, Cyrus then began to cry and wipe away his tears. He didn't realize that his pencil nose had smeared. Then all the kids stopped their song and stared right at his face. Oh, no, they said, your nose is gone and left an empty space. Then all the kids began to laugh and even did the teacher. So Cyrus went and hid himself underneath the bleachers. Then the teacher found him there and took along the hose. As he sprayed off both his shoes, asked, what happened to your nose? It just fell off in my sleep. Now I don't have one. And being noseless isn't cool and also isn't fun. I don't think it would be, so maybe you should go. Then maybe if you're lucky, another one will grow. So Cyrus walked home from school and everybody stared to see a boy who's obviously very nose impaired. Then Cyrus saw the neighbor who started the whole mess. He told her he was sorry for the booger on her dress. Well, that's a start, the neighbor said, but isn't quite enough. You'll have to clean your boogers off of everybody's stuff. Then if you're a lucky boy, a nub will start to grow. And then within a day or two, your nose, you'll grow back your nose. So off he went to cleaning. He scrubbed like he was mad. He cleaned the cat, his sister's shoes, and even cleaned his dad. After he was finished cleaning all the stuff, his mother said, Dear Cyrus, I think you've cleaned enough. And right there in the middle of his funny little face, a bud had started growing and filled the empty space. His mother said that from now on, if you, have, if you have an issue, do not wipe your snot on stuff. Please just use a tissue. The moral. I guess the moral that you'll find, you'll learn it from the neighbor. It's not if you pick your nose. It's where you put the boogers. In poem. Yes, there was an epic there, a whole children's book on a most important <laughs> subject of trying to uh, yeah. stay clean and sanitary. It reminded me a little bit of That's right. Silverstein, his kind of type of humor. Um, right Bill, why don't you say something? You responded the first of everyone here. Oh, it's hilarious. Not only that spot on rhyme every single time, it sounded like Dr. Seuss, and I mean that in the best possible way. Um, the whole thing is so great. I love the way you read it. So much um, fun and spunk in your voice, and like not a single word was off. I mean, in the rhyme, the cadence, the meter, you're so adorable. It's going to pink you, and uh, I just think you're so good, so cute, so uplifting. I loved it. It was a treat to hear and, and amazing to read. This deserves a front page, and I'm going to nominate it. It kicks ass. It's just, you're amazing. Right on. I wish I rhymed that good. I wish I rhymed that good. Thank you, you're Boo. So good. Yeah, loved it. Thanks, Boo. That's so sweet. Thank you very much. much. Yeah, you're awesome, Linda. Cool. Lovely Linda. Zappa, you have a viewpoint on this piece of... Boogers. 
My liquid damage. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> oh my God! You know the whole damn thing is just amazing. You really, I love. Uh, this, hey, this is like real life too, isn't it? This like re- like really happened, maybe. Uh, but oh my God! The one thing. You, then, if you are a lucky boy, a nub will start to grow, and then within a day or two, you'll grow back your nose. <laughs> Amazing poem. Amazing poem. I loved it. Thank you, darling. Thank you very much. Of course, there's some more lessons there. Always use tissue. Right, Rack? What do you think? That's right. Uh, I think Cyrus blew it. Um, he was a snotty little kid, and he's lucky he didn't have a cold because his runny nose wouldn't have showed up. It would have been two miles away. But, um, you know, um, it's a familiar situation. Lick it, pick it, roll it up, and flick it, and uh, there you go. Yeah. That's one of you, Rex. Very funny, Rex. Hey, whatever is politically correct, right? Just don't kill anybody. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and nobody ever killed anyone with a booger, Very I guess. Funny. <laughs> That's true. Not yeah. not so far as we know, anyway. You know, that should Thank go like you, a, in a book so you can like teach kids. You know, like you want to just teach them in a teach them in a cute way. Hey, Linda. Yeah. Linda, so, you yeah. know how to make a tissue. You know how to make a tissue dance. You blow no, a little no. boogie into it. You blow a little boogie. Oh, (laughs) very cute. Yay. Blow them a snowman, (laughs) Linda. All right. Blow a little boogie. So we had everyone respond to your piece. It was pretty much, you know, marvelous. And uh, there's a caller in the studio. I think I'm going to get it right this time. Papa? Yep, yep. I got it right this time. All right. How are you doing, Papa? Good, good. How's everybody um, tonight? Hi, Papa. Uh, you know, Brad, I'm on the, the boogers poem. Did you hear the boogie poem? Oh, yes. Please let me comment on it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, feel free. <laughs> I love the lyrical premise of this. It's very Shel Silverstein. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of Sarah Sylvia's out uh, in the gar, you know, when not take the garbage out, or, or even more, 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 the warning of eating only peanut butter jelly, peanut butter sandwiches. This has a very good moral, and uh, I like that. You know, kids are gross, and so they need to be, they need to learn how wow. to be better. Um, well, my kids are gross. They are no. <laughs> Uh, so, wow! Thank uh, you very much. I like I like the song, the sing songiness of uh, this rhyme. It's very point on meter and uh, just a fun read from top to bottom. I, I just I feel like you could do this as a, a children's story and people would buy it. What will buy it up right away if it hits the shelves? Yeah, it's going to the publisher soon. Oh, good. Yeah. I hear Cyrus went on to play for me. Assembly. Thank you very much. Yep, you're welcome. Is Adam on hold, Rex? You have all the feedback in the world there, Linda. And uh, Boo, 
I was hoping you would take uh, the mic next, but uh, I don't have your phone. Could you put it on the board? No, I'm, I, I, uh, no, I'm not ready yet. I just need one more minute, maybe two else to go. But two things. One, I think uh, Word Slayer is trying to get in. I sent him the link. He just can't get in, so I'm going to try to send this again. But I don't know what else to do. I sent him the word, link. Yeah, Word Vampire. He's uh in, yeah, no. in the UK, so when I, I if that's the ghost signal we have in the studio, we're not picking him up here from a long distance. Yeah, I sent him the link, so oh, I think Adam might be calling too. Adam might be there. Yeah, I'm checking. Don't worry. Uh, okay. But uh, you Papa, can, can I guess uh, in order of who was here, you have the floor next, sir. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Papa, you have to wait till last. There you go, Papa. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Uh, this one is a little bit different, and I'm going to be reading it very specially from the ferret's point of view. It's called Dining, it's called Dining Tonight on Their Meaty Bones. The Ferret. <clears throat> Born in a garbage dump, scavenging for scraps. This town isn't big enough for all of us. For, for my little gun, I see the complexities. I snack on trash, shooting some spice, starting through my treasure, shining in the moonlight. I hear them sniffing, trying to find me, but I'm a cunning sleuth and silk, stealing the meat from the gulping jaws. Now, I'm not as large as the big cats hiding in the tall grass or like cowering curds that drool on command. No, I don't run with a pack like slobbering wolves. I'll be dining tonight on carcasses of defeated bullets. I'll steal the food from your mouth. You'll give chase, but I'll sneak away. Hidden amongst the rubble and stones, fighting tonight on their meaty bones. Hidden from sight, I'll first fight. I'll be hidden in my garbage dump, building my treasures away from home. Yeah, it's uh, an allegory tale whenever you speak from the animal's perspective. And uh, with all that going, it takes uh, a sharp viewer to know what uh, the moral is there. Except in cases of, I guess, you know, video games, where you just have uh, any kind of uh, idea of hybrid animals pretty much forced into a simulation. Liquid Damage, what do you feel about this piece? Oh, I thought it was so sweet. I mean, the way you read it was just awesome. And and great rhyming. I, I loved how you fit the rhymes in there. Um, okay. it, it, it had a, a fairy tale type feel to it, but a little bit deeper than that. And, mm-hmm. and I really loved it. A great writing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you, Liquid Damage. And uh, what about 
you, Zappa. How do you think of Papa Terminus's weasel or ferret? Actually, you know oh, what? <laughs> oh my God! Besides the Ricky Tiki Tabo, I was just I, I, oh my God! I, you know, I, I love stuff like this. You know, it, it totally reminded me. I, you know, I was once one side at one track on uh, thinking about a, a novel that I read, you know, I think I was in fourth grade the first time I was actually able to read a book and was allowed to read a book. Uh, uh, the first book was uh, um, Watership Down, you know. Oh, the yeah. yeah. You did oh, a really yeah. good job on this poem. You brought back some memories, man. You know what? That, oh, my God. I hate you, but I love you at the same time. Thank you very much. It's <laughs> a beautiful poem. Beautiful. Thank you, Zappa. See you back, man. Yeah, I touched Bob Marley there on the Ricky Ricky <laughs> Tava. So, uh, Rack, your viewpoint on this? You, you did a fantastic job with the voices. I could hear your, uh, if you've got kids or, you know, even little, little, uh, relatives bothering you. Do the voice, do the voice. Oh man, oh, yeah. um, you, did, you did a good job. You did a really good job with that, and and that you know definitely punctuated the story. Um, you know, I and 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 uh, feast on their meaty bones. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. But again, you know, the, the um, I won't say the voice overshadowed it, but it it, it definitely punctuated it. It, it. it was it was brilliant. I I, I really liked it. Thank you. I know I have this very deep Good voice. Feedback, and back. Oh, well, we'll Papa, I like to comment in other Twisted Turns, other than video games, you also are illustrating the Jungle Book, which is yes. one of Bujik Tubbs' best. So uh, mm-hmm. what about you, Liquid Damage, and this piece? Oh, I already commented, but I'll say it again. It was very, yeah, very yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah, I remember you and, said and, that. Okay. You really like <laughs> It, it did it remind you of the Jungle Book, though? Yeah, a little bit. I I I think Watership Down, like he mentioned, was was a, a, a closer type type uh, uh, similarities. Um, mm-hmm. And there's another one I'm trying to think of. Um, uh, gosh, I can't think of it right now. But yeah, very fine job, and, and the voices you do are just like awesome. So we have you all done except for Boo? Yeah. Um, I think uh it's really cute. I mean it's funny too. I love I like the voices, I like the picture. Um I also love the title. I think it's hilarious. Um no I don't run the pack like slobbering wolves. I'll be dying tonight of carcasses and bullies. And I think the point of this, other than animal part, is really you are talking about bullies and how, to me, mm-hmm. they're just a piece of trash. <laughs> and they want to make you feel like trash, but really, they're the trash. They're the ones with the problem, not you. And um, well, what I, I try to tell yeah. Yeah, When I was doing uh, the research, when I, I, mm-hmm. I know ferrets. I've, I've had ferrets. And I've also I was also doing some back research on a black footed ferret. It said a black footed ferret will kill and eat anything it kills. But okay. it is a it is prey to other predators. And that's what I wanted to accentuate 
this was written for a contest that we become the animal. We peel back our human mask and become the animal. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah, you did. Very unique too. Is the contest over? Not yet. No, it's still going. It's the first fun. round. Oh, Boo's about her animal. No, I suck about writing about animals. Not my forte. I'm not really that good. No, I wouldn't dare. <laughs> good job. Boy, All right, settle good. down. Enough of Walt Disney. We have a caller in the studio. Unless maybe it is someone else who loves Walt Disney instead of Hugly Wugly. <laughs> All right. Lady A? Yes, how are you? Hey, lady. Hi, hey, lady. Hi, everybody. Hey, Sunshine. Hi. You missed the talking ferrets. I was <laughs> talking <laughs> ferrets, yes. Yes, it was uh, quite entertaining, to say the least. <laughs> I love the voices. I think they're funny. Yeah, <laughs> like listening to a play. Oh, I, I, I hear... She's known some weasels in her life, though. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah, there's a few of them. Haven't we all? Mm-hmm. Don't go out of my mouth. I'm trying to do my boss. <laughs> <laughs> you can voice voiceovers on cartoons. Oh, that was the next, that was my dream. One of my dreams was to do voiceovers. Did you dream? What am I? I heard you make pretty good money. Yeah. Um, the problem is there's too much competition. You know, all the all the uh, existing mm-hmm. artists and, and and actors get into it, and then mm-hmm. you can't really compete. And then the people that write it get into it. So I, I had a friend that worked oh, for wow. Audible, and I tried to get into it, and yeah, I had no no shot, no shot whatsoever. Uh, Apparently, Stephen King wants to read his own work and not let me read it, so. I had a tryout for uh, a cartoon character. It was more of an adult cartoon character. His name was Cubby Bear. (laughs) Cubby Bear? Um, Cubby Bear, yeah. He was kind of like a Ted-type character. And he's kind of saying a dick like W.C. Fields, you know, smoking a cigar and sitting back and checking out all the good-looking girls on the corner, you know? Yeah. Kind of... Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> My little chick No. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Transform and roll out. It's your move, creep, another little boy in the 
listen, let me get this off my chest. Why do you have a problem hating on the same sex? Ladies need to man respect our higher powers. Believe you call it beast mode. Enter your own risk, denied access code. My smile generates more than a thousand gigawatts. Right here today is where the bullshit stops. Begging for mercy while your sexist mind rots. Allow me to make another promise. I'm a bigger person. You call me Colossus until dreams out of waste and handling your ass with a fever pitch haste. Don't ever doubt what I say, even if it sounds preposterous and mysterious. I made some of the I make some of the weirdest things meant to elicit grins from our deepest sins. I don't understand it. Everybody wants to be a savage, upscale and overdramatic, dramatic, his mentality and still frightened madness. So tell me what to do. Because no, silly, what you that do you know about being a classic? Take a lesson, free to speak your mind, raise your voice, free to love, make a choice, look outside, there's the whole world, make it yours, break barriers, knock down doors, discover the Lord, become his friend, because I fight the injustice with the power of the pen. And home. Wow. Yeah, turn up the walls here on the feminine rights movement. And, uh, you know, you bring up some good points. We should be free to love. We should be free to speak our minds. We should be free to live in an ideal world. So uh, more power to the movement here. What about you, Liquid Damage, from your perspective? What do you think of this piece? I am woman, hear me roar. Um, awesome right, Boo. It had, had such intensity to it and, and, a, and a, uh, a, a message behind every word. Um, I, I loved how you wrote this. Um, it's very strong and empowering. And um, I loved your I loved your rhyme scheme. You know, it's kind of I. This could be a rap song. Um, totally awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you did a really really great job on it. Thank you for sharing it. Thanks, Linda. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, there's different ways of looking at this, Miss Lobu, but, uh, you know, Linda Saw Rap, I see essentially free verse, and uh, when you take on this kind of perspective from a woman, it's very powerful in poetry these days. Zappa, what's uh, your viewpoint on this piece? You are such a beast. Oh, my God, when you read, when you read, Oh my God, boom! Really, 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 really. You are a beast, and you know, you know, own that stuff, own that shit, man. But don't ever doubt what I say, even if it sounds preposterous and risque. I make some of the weirdest things, meant to the screens for my deepest sins. Own that shit, man. Good poem, good poem. <laughs> Thanks, Alpha. <laughs> You're right. Own it like there's no tomorrow. What about you, Rack? Oh, yeah, you you could hear the pride in her voice when she says stuff like that. I mean, you know, she's not shy to talk about, you know, what's going on and and standing up for herself. Um, Or was it the damage when she said, um, I'm going to hear me roar? You know, 
I'm mad at you for putting the earworm in my head now because now now I'm sitting here thinking about that song. But you know, at the same time, I definitely see parallels between you know that that anthem and and what Blue just gave us. Uh, empowering. It was really good, Blue. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Boo. Well, uh, am I on a delay switch to you? Is it your phone? I've been responding as quick as possible. But, uh, Never. Yeah. <laughs> our, our next uh, panelist for this piece would be Papa. Boo, let me call you Bret Hart because you body slammed this panel. <laughs> you slammed this point um, so hard. It has such a rhythm that, yes, it does uh, have uh, a hip-hop style beat to it, but also there's just this powerful shouting uh, aspect to it. Uh, Shouting, of course, is uh, a tool that rappers use when they really want to make something stick. They usually uh, capitalize. And your words... I mean, this one, this one part that my smile generates more than 1,000 gigawatts right here today is where you, your bullshit stops begging for mercy while your sexist mind rots. That was powerful, and basically it told me, I'm not going to stay in the corner anymore. I'm going to say, tell you what, I'm going to tell you, this is the way it is. Fuck off. Excuse my friend, but this is about it. <laughs> the words really are powerful in this writing. Oh, great. Thank you, Papa. Yay. Now, Lady, I, I stayed a whole two seconds. There's a delay. All right. All our positive Lady feedback a. for our brilliant writer booth has been said. On the floor. We have everything read, so we're gonna move on. Rack, did you say something yet? Lady A. Lady A, yeah, that's right, Lady A. I'm sorry, Lady A. That's okay. Um, uh, I thought this was a really powerful uh, pen. I think that uh, um, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I would call uh, a feminist to the degree of uh, uh, feminism that has, in my opinion, um, ruined a lot of things for women. But um, I believe what you're saying. I think there's, you know, equal pay for equal job, and you know, this whole relationship thing with, um, you know, treat me like a queen and I'll treat you like a king, uh, is true. And uh, you don't have to be a feminist. For that, and uh, I think that, um, um, like I said to my ex-husband when we first met and got serious and we're going to get married, and I, you know, uh, said, you know, I, I hope you're not an abusive person because, um, you know, I grew up in an abusive home, and I said, if you're uh, physically aggressive and abusive, I said, you better be a, a really light sleeper. So there's, uh, there's there's ways to take your power on for your for your own self, 
and uh, and one of them is, is who you choose for a partner, and and how you live your life like that. I I uh, we should do a show on feminism because I think that's an interesting topic. Um, yeah, because uh, but in any case, uh, I thought this was really well written, and um, I think the last verse. Really, like, take a lesson, free to speak your mind, raise your voice, free to love, make the choice, look outside, there's a whole world, make it yours, break barriers, knock down doors, discover the Lord, become his friend, because I'll fight your injustice and with the power of a pen. I think that says it all entirely. I think that that's, uh, this is true feminism, uh, what has been said in this last verse is that you rise up and become the most powerful, uh, caring person you can possibly be uh, as a human being. So, yeah, it was great. Um, thank you, Lady A. You're welcome. All right. So now we definitely have everyone, except for Harvey Wagner. <laughs> he wasn't here. <laughs> That's my own inner joke. All right. And uh, so... We're going to move on to uh, the other poem from the folder for tonight's list, unless you want to play one by Rack. you want to go, Rack, or later yeah. on? If you, if you want to hear a voice, you got uh, an old fogey's lament. That was the only one I did in a voice. Yeah, that was may, not be, may, may not be as good as Papa, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. Go to the page and get uh, old fogey. Yeah, I can grab it from the studio. We don't, we don't, I don't have a link to put on the board. Okay, I'll just get the phone. Go, the link, go grab the link to the board. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. And uh, after this, I'm going to have to do, uh, unless there's a caller, Wordsmith Vampire, because he's been listening to this show for a while from the UK. I know. Sorry, buddy. Get you somehow into the studio. I think that's your number. Well, I'm calling the ghost signal since yesterday, but it's not going through. It's I'm excited to hear So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna read his poem for him because he's been I'm excited for a while. Yeah. Racks on the board. All right. Uh, and you pause that on Old Fogey's Lament. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay, do someone else and I'll get it. Come on now. Come on now. All right. Come on right after this. Come on. Yeah, I've got one in the room. I just in there, yeah. That's all right. I think it's in the studio anyway. Unless you cleaned house. Yeah, you can't find it. It is. I'll find it. Um, Lady yeah, Ava, I'm going to You want me to put mine in, Boo? Yeah. Okay. So who are we doing? <laughs> We're doing Lady, 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 Lady A. Okay. Gotcha. Right, right. Um, I thought I'm we were doing the lady from uh, from uh, England. Yeah, but uh, no, it's well. We have a courtesy cause. Whoever calls it first, they're supposed to go. 
And then we move okay. on to uh, the other material in the folder. That's how uh, okay. all the other shows have been done thus far okay. that I know. But uh, wait, I, I wrote call this the poem for test. And is this uh, Sin or am I hallucinating? Who's this? It could be both. <laughs> wait a second. How would that number just do that on me on, on the board? What? You really you are hallucinating. Do you again, Pop? We're in the trial. I think I put a little too much vanilla extract in my coffee this morning. Okay. There was no call in the studio again. <laughs> so what do you know? Lady A, please proceed to the floor. Okay. Um, I wrote this, this piece for a contest uh, sponsored by Sky Dark Home, and um, it was based on a quote from a book uh, called uh, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, um, and the quote is, their lost voices must continue to be heard. And if anybody's familiar with that book and or movie, uh, it is a, a Holocaust uh with regard to the Holocaust and the story of these two little boys uh, that met um, the, um, the the one boy Bruno, his father was the uh, commandant of uh, one of the camps, and so I'll read it as a not a funny or a happy poem, but it's it is what it is. They lost their voice. Their lost voices must continue to be heard. There were no other children for Bruno to play with. Loneliness compelled him to investigate outside. Behind the bushes and hidden by trees, there was a fence of barbed wire. With wide eyes, he saw a boy in striped pajamas working instead of attending school. Who is this little boy, the one in the striped pajamas? Watching each day, this boy never played. He worked loading debris from one place to another. Tiny frame pushed a wheelbarrow in sunshine and in rain. This boy in the striped pajamas. Childish innocence allowed friendship to bloom. No barriers or prejudice tarnished their charm. Bruno and Shmuel, oblivious to the danger around them, forged forward each day when Bruno visited would bring Shmuel food this boy in the striped pajamas. Secrets told as life unfolds for the boy in the striped pajamas, Bruno's best friend in a world that will end. Under the fence, he joined Shmuel, and hence, he too wore the same striped pajamas. Whistles blow, dogs bark, people moan, and together they march to the showers, Hand in hand, their friendship profound into the cement room, which became their tomb. One Christian, one Jew, clung to each other, hands glued. Cyanide dropped from the ceiling vents on top of the boys in the striped pajamas. End poem. Wow. Wow. Yes, definitely. The lost voice must continue to be heard. And uh, what there is here, you know, this has plenty of uh, those who are uh, lost somehow 
in the Holocaust, and uh, we are we're never going to forget the atrocities of that moment in history. However, controversial subject it has to be taught and retaught again that it's wrong to commit genocide. So I would agree with the historical moral lesson here. Liquid damage. What do you think of this? Well, I thought it was very profound, and yeah, the the lost voices must continue to be heard. It was heard when his father realized that his son had gone into the chambers with the little Jew boy. Um, The look on his face was, uh, it said it all, you know. A moment of compassion was felt by the commandant, but um, I thought your writing of this was was very profound and, and... and awesome and really strong. And I liked how you ended each verse with working instead uh, our the boy in the striped pajamas. Um, it brought uh, a lot of meaning to each verse. But I think you did a really fine job on this, Lady A. I, 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 I really liked it, so thank you for sharing. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yes, and Zappa, what about you, sir? I apologize. I, I thought I was on mute. I was crying. Good point. Uh-huh. Thanks, Zappa. All right, and uh, that takes us over to you, Rack. Um, you know, this is a, a heavy subject, something really hard to talk about and think about even, you know, uh, the innocence of a child, the atrocities of war and, and whatnot. And, you know, you talk about, you know, voices needing to be heard and never forgetting, but, you know, it's something that we would all prefer to forget about, you know, pretend that it never happened. Um and it's, it's an easy road to go down, actually, and, and make, like, you know, these things didn't happen, but they did. And it's really, um, you know, hard to look at. You know, you did a great job, you know, telling the story of it and, and, and capturing that moment. Um, you know, it's an uh, interesting story and, uh, again, very, very um, touching. Thank you, Rack. Papa. Okay. Um, uh, Lady A, hi. How you doing? Uh, Good, thanks. This poem, oh, my God. Uh, I would cry about it. Because oh. I, re- I, re- I read the book, uh, The Boy in the Stripes. And uh, you really captured the construction of the Christian boy towards his friend, the Jew. The Jewish boy with went into the uh, the shower room. Um, the, I never saw the movie, so I I can't relate to the compassion of the father. But I know the compassion in the book that the father felt, and he, but he had to do his duty. I mean, he didn't have a choice, and it bothers me that he didn't say stop. You know, my is there, and he's got his son. You know, but, you know, people. I don't know. People just, I don't know. I'm, I'm very choked up right now. Thank you. It's all good. Thank you. 
Yes, this is uh, definitely a controversial point to bring up on Airtime Radio, but since the FCC doesn't do anything about blog talk, who knows? Well, anyways, on a lighter note, we have someone here in the studio who always cheers up the party. Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Yes, boo. Um, okay, I agree with everybody else. Boo, your, your voice is breaking up there, honey. Back to you. 
there was a death squad between 1941 and 1944. They would do this on a regular basis, just kill people. Hundreds of thousands a day per month, and so that's yeah. why it's known as the Sausage Award. It's crazy too, man. You know, I have seen, and I'm not bringing it up a religion, but I'm just saying I've seen what people do. I've seen what people do to another person in the name of yeah. religion, but in the name of whatever, you know, it's just oh my god, people. So I don't think that means that you can shy away from it. I don't think that's just, I don't think I think I think there's there's controversy in the sense that it's nobody wants to nobody wants to discuss it or see it because it's so ugly. And I think that right now, if you did a survey of high school students, you would find that maybe has upwards of more than half wouldn't know what the Holocaust was. And teaching it in school, that's why. They're not teaching about the Holocaust in school. They're not teaching the Holocaust in school anymore. No, and they're, no, and this is why. And it never happened. Yeah, and this is why we need to talk about things like this, because there are more than, there's more than this. I mean, when you think about, you know, even the the killing fields in Cambodia, you know, you hear very little about that. And these are some crimes against humanity that need to be remembered yeah. and discussed and saw yeah. and seen so that we can not have these things happen again. Uh, and, you know, we're stupid. We're a stupid group of people in the world because uh, here we have, as we're speaking, we have the Ukraine uh, being destroyed, uh, innocent people being killed by a lunatic in Russia. And um, I think... This you know, history does repeat itself, and we've learned not a thing. And I, I, I know I sound a little intense about it, but I, I think it's vitally important to discuss these things. As unpleasant as they are, we need to discuss it so we can change things. I agree. I agree. You're right about that. My daughter did share me with the Holocaust, and I'm like, this is not okay. You need to sit down. This is like a five-minute conversation. You know? You need to think, well, it's like you're like, And I agree with the thing you totally. And this is so sad. I'm going to nominate this for the yeah. So uh I did find uh Rack's uh old foggy lament. And there's oh, yeah, let's background noise right after the video. I put everyone on mute, but it's still laugh. there. <laughs> All right. An Old Fogey's Lament by Raconteur. I must be getting older, and I think I'm going to cry. Things just aren't how they used to be, and I simply don't understand why. My idea of streaming is sunlight through a window, not movies from remote locations. And when I hear something doesn't click, instead of mouse issues, I think human relations. 
A cursor is someone that uses foul language, damn it. Not a placeholder on a display. Keys are supposed to open locks on doors. Can you appreciate my brain's dismay? In my day, a web is where a spider ate. A cloud hung defiantly against the sky. Surfing was done in the ocean, and fishing with a rod and a fly. Windows went in walls. Apples got baked in pies. Cookies were dunked in milk, and shares represented stock buys. Ram was an animal with hooves and horns, and a drive is what you took in your car. Tweeting was the sound that a bird made, and backup was what you did if you went too far. Spyware was a trench coat, and pop-up what toast did. Life was so much simpler when I was just a kid. End poem. Yay. Yay, you're <laughs> yes, I, I would agree awesome. there. You, you give someone from a different generation those same terms, and they mean entirely different things now, 40 or yeah. 50 years later. Yeah. You like to comment on this? Can I? May I? But they can I like... Yeah. Oh, I thought it was yeah. amazing. Your 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 voice was incredible. But you hit on so many things that that are true. Um being from an older generation, I mean I know what they are, but say my grandfather uh probably wouldn't. And and those things did have different meanings, and you brought that out in an incredible way. Thank you for sharing, Rack. Okay, thank you, Liquid Damage, and the file feedback is still there. We are in the matrix, a term I learned in Clubhouse during uh, my own days yesterday. But uh, Zappa, how do you feel about Rack Peace? I'm sorry. I, I just had to listen because I didn't get the uh, I didn't get the link or anything. But I was I was thinking. I mean seriously, when I was I, I was listening to your your poem, and it was just like I was thinking. You know, here I am. I'm 80 years old, and I'm I, I'm listening to this. I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is that? What the, what kind of music is that? We're thinking this is something good, like some good black Sabbath or something, man. <laughs> Oh my God! Good times, man. Great times. Perfect. And uh, what about you, Lady A? I thought it was really good. I I, I totally enjoyed the uh, um, the comparisons, the language that we use today to communicate, uh, and what they meant. Uh, you know, when I was younger. Even and uh, it just was a, a, a really a breath of fresh air uh, to hear um, something like this because um, life has changed so dramatically 
and um, it was kind of fun to get back to uh, where it used to was, you know? Thanks, Lydia. Yes, uh, we're not going back to that direction, however. We have to progress forward, it seems. The world really does go on change. What do you think about this, <laughs> Papa Terminus? First, uh, this is Marissa. I loved having you read it. Your voice, your voice was great. I, I love the old man voice. The viewer says a good mind, but oh, but I'm not talking to you right now. I'm talking to him. Okay. Um, I really like the uh, way you use uh, today's language. Foul language. Better. Not a placeholder on a display. Keys are supposed to open locks on doors. Can fix appreciate my brain business. I can and I it's just that te- you know, technology is just going so much forward and how you know I guess how do you stand in front of progress you can't. But it's nice to to uh think of the growth this whole thing reminds me of my mother trying to use a computer. Bless her heart. Um, <laughs> oh, my dad. I do apologize, guys, but thank you very much for your patience. Oh, the accent. Oh, my God, I love your accent. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, he sounds like one of the Beatles. Yeah. No, I'm not from Liverpool. You're very persistent. Thanks for giving up. Thanks for not giving up. I'm close to. But are you near a tube? You're near a tube, right? What's your name? My name. My name's actually, my name's Corey. Corey. Hi, Corey. Nice to meet you. I'm Lou Nice to meet you, Corey. You're still nice to meet you, guys. Thanks for not giving up, Corey. You should do. Uh, I, like I said, I really appreciate the the effort, and thankfully, it's paid off. Oh, Basically, what was happening, guys, was um, I was using my PC. I've I've just got Skype to go through the calls 
Um, That's why. And it, it, it didn't work. I've tried something else. It didn't work. But bless Boo, she's really, really pushed on to get this sorted. So I appreciate that. Cool. I'm a pushy broad. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, uh, you've been waiting so long. What a good you know, would you like to take the stage? Yeah. Yes, please. Um, I uh, I wrote this one about, uh, when did I write this? I wrote this about, it should say somewhere around here, uh, four years ago. And I'll, this is actually quite ironic because me and, me and Boo have been friends on All Poetry for quite a long time. And uh, she actually commented on this one. So she might remember it, she might not. This one is called The Black Rose. Daunting with a seismic smile upon her sly face. She stands in the road, taking her place. Scars they have memories which bury her affections. Twisted with such a psychotic passion, turbulent, troublesome emotions. Her smile is seductive, but her love is poison. Nothing can save you from her, for it's you she has chosen. But as seductive and angelic as she indeed looks, don't let her porcelain features make you secure. For she may love you, but it's a love of evil and seductiveness. You're already terminal and there is no cure. Make love all you wish to this emotional vampire. She will drain you dry. She will bring forth tears to cry. I shall tell no lie. Her kiss can kill at light years away. So many dead bodies in her underlay. So many skeletons screaming from the closet, haunting her existence, but she has been through it. She tries so hard to love, but the grim reaper always succumbs to her unjust wanting lust. It's not her fault, she's just cursed. Whereas the darkness that controls her is even more so perverse. Her beauty is a black rose. Condemning all she loves, the nature of her being is thorns. Although loves, she is poisoned to the touch. Remember her smile, the continuum lives on. Yet another lover deceased, and the curse lingers on. Now she sits and waits for another to approach. Approach her at the cemetery gates. The cursed lover, the black rose. End poem. Seems to have said your own legend here as to uh, what there is to this figure. It's great storytelling, and uh, I myself wonder if there's any such uh, unknown figure of the shadow as the poet is describing, which literally is the black rose. Wonderful. Raconteur. Thank you. What do you think of this piece by Ward Smith? Oh, he's definitely a wordsmith. I, I really enjoyed this. Um, you know, uh, your references to her smile and how she's no good rose and thorns. I mean, you, you, um, you bring out all the, uh, the elements that you about her and, and the fatal beauty. Um, she did a great job um, personifying that. Um, I really appreciate it. I thought it was great. Thank you very much. Liquid damage. What about you and the Black Rose? By Wordsmith. I thought it was sensual and lovely versus seductive and dark. It was very visual with awesome imagery. 
Um, your your storytelling was spectacular, and it it was just a really cool um, storyline. Uh, the 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 uh, vampire um, to me is one of the greatest of all time monsters, and you made her out to be a beautiful. Uh, uh, sensual, uh, seductive woman, which is, uh, in, in other words, you com- combined a monster and a seductive, sensual woman in one, and came her, and she was made out to be very lovely. This static is really annoying. <laughs> Sorry, but um, yeah, I, I muted everyone. It just goes on being there. I'm sorry. Huh. Is it me, guys? It's okay. Not your fault. <laughs> no, no, no. Blog Talk Radio. Okay. But your in-depth storytelling was what made this a really great piece. Thank you for sharing it, Corey. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Man, the accent doesn't hurt, right? Yeah, it doesn't hurt, no. Zappa, any viewpoint on our other family member here, Wordsmith? Yeah, I, I didn't get the link. Corey, I, I apologize. Take and throw me a link or just uh, throw it in and all. But I was listening. Hey, man. Hey, hey. Whatever doesn't kill you. Are you watching, are you watching the chat room or the topic floor? The topic I'm just doing chat, you guys. I've, I've been offline for, for, for some time. I've, I've been sick. I, I'm not going to go through that. But anyway, Corey, it is Great man. Whatever whatever doesn't kill you though, makes you stronger. I get you man. I feel you, dog. I feel you. Very, very true. <laughs> it's a seismic yeah. smile, man. And you can do a lot of shit, you know. Yeah. Well the thing is with me guys is, is I do a heck of a lot of dark stuff. Like I've done I, I wouldn't say I've done massive, massive amounts of poetry, but I've done enough, and about 95% of it is dark. Basically, my poetry is my yeah. diary. Yep. I got you. Yep. You wear the black robe. You wear Papa, the black robe. Over to you. Hey, Corey, how you doing? Not bad, brother. How you doing? Doing very well. Um, I really like your take on the Semais Fatel and this uh home. Uh there's a darkness that is it's almost like a demure. She's almost demure and reserved. Punching the next victim but quite and you know. Can't hear you, Papa. Can't hear me? I can hear you. Oh, that's okay. Um, her beauty is a black rose, condemning all she loves. The nature of her being stored, although love, she is poisoned to the touch. That right there, I love the although love, she is poisoned to the touch. David, that the British. Uh, uh, English style right there. I love that. Uh, just, it's just a very, uh, very haunting poem about vampire. It looks like vampires. It's a 
Well, the, the inspiration the inspiration came from the song uh, Man Eater by uh, um, uh, Nelly Furtado. One particular day I listened to the song and I thought to myself, I thought, I'll just combine the two. Oh, nice. that's cool. Good idea. Because obviously the lyrics are basically she's a she's a man eater, so obviously she's she's gonna try to impress you as as best she can, but at the same time, she's also gonna try and trick you the best way she can as well, and that's basically why I just combined the two. I did my gothic spin on it and I created that. So. <laughs> hey, but was it in legato or was it in staccato, man? <laughs> no, it's really good. <laughs> lady A? And yes. uh, Lady A. What well, about first you? First of all, I want to know if you want to get married. And then I will. <laughs> he bites Lady A. He bites Lady A. He's a vampire. He bites. He's a man eater. Very good. He bites. She likes that color. Uh-huh. I thought this was really great. I thought it was. Uh, it was. It was indeed dark. Um, I, I, but it was very seductive, and the use of uh, her seduction in the poem was uh, was quite attractive. Um, when I think of vampires, I think of um, Bram Stoker's Dracula, and um, he. You know, I, I saw a play one time when they did this uh, this story, and it was entirely romantic uh, parts of it because he was he was. Uh, uh, you know, not a. I'm not going to say it was a womanizer, but he was, he was very comfortable with women and and knew how to love them his way. And so this had a little bit of that romantic uh, part of uh, vampires uh, uh, in it, and uh, I appreciated it very much. Uh, there were warnings in this too that I thought were interesting, and uh, because you can apply, it could be a metaphor for. Just us regular folks on vampire people, and um, because uh, um, you know it's kind of making you make sure you look at her because she isn't what she seems, and you could be you know fooled, and um, so she will bring forth tears to cry. I shall not tell a lie. I shall not tell no lie. It says here, um, but she has a way about her that that does seduce her victims and she does it with a tremendous amount of uh, appeal and love, her kind of love, her vampire love. <laughs> it's funny you actually mentioned Bram Stoker's Dracula because that is actually my favorite vampire movie of all time. Oh. Um, so that could be another reason why it, 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 it makes perfect sense. That's probably the reason why I want to you to marry me, eh? I think that's probably why. <laughs> we have to have a little humor. <laughs> that was a great thing. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Liquid? Did you call me? Yeah. Yeah, I so did. So Rack, right? Rack? Yeah. Right. I commented too. Yeah, he did. You commented. Everybody everyone did. commented. I, I was just 
I don't know what's wrong with me today and my coffee with vanilla. But uh, yeah, so we we've been through everyone. Uh, I I got got plenty of positive feedback. Did you get Zappa? Sportsmith, all the stuff. I I don't know why I leave her last. I think it's because uh, she likes that way, or she just doesn't insist on going first. But yeah, I like to go last. I like to go last because I can think about it. <laughs> okay. Mm. Okay. Uh-huh. When you can't think of anything else, just go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> really Hi, Chloe. It's nice to talk to you. Like, you know, my, I guess in person, but um, so it was, it was good. But I am glad you didn't give up for calling in. Yeah. I know you like that. And um, this is it. I mean, I think everybody's sort of um, drawn to the person who knows that. But yet they tend to repeat And um, I'm drawn to them. And that's what this means is about. You know, it's bad for you, but you can't. Um, but yet you can't stop wanting it. And um, it's the place made it better way. The leave was beautiful. I mean, yeah, I was not for that, but the rest of it is uh, gorgeous, well written, and I like your darkness. It works for you, so don't work in um, Thanks for calling. Maybe you call again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, I'm sorry about that, Zappa. I could have sworn I put the link there. And I do it a second time. There's a little delay going on with my Windows program. But uh, we're going to carry on with the title. And if you can say, Wordsmith, uh, you're welcome to. And comment on the remaining pieces here on the show. Oh, so, definitely. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, yeah, guys. Are you leaving? No, he's no I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to gonna listen. I'm still going to listen. See you. It's going to lurk in the shadows. I'm going to call Transylvania and and rent a a church. There you go. Bring the black ring. Bring the black ring. I'll try to cross the rosemary. All right, I won't stop. Don't don't be scared. (laughs) (laughs) I might know (laughs) one Where's Van Helsing when you need him? He's devoured by wolves. But, uh, right, right. Bringing on the next to, uh, person here at the recital. Are, are you going to do an, a second piece? Or, yeah, no, Adam's Adam, Adam. Adam. Adam's not even here. He dropped. Oh. Okay. I'm going to so maybe I'll call back, but I'm going to do my piece real quick. And uh, this is kind yeah. of offbeat, sort of uh, imitation of, a, you know, a newspaper man from, like, the 40s or the 50s. And this is called Front Page Exclusive. Extra, extra, read all about it. Lambert Starlet found dead at the Hilton Carlson. Extra, extra, read all about it. UFO spotted hovering over Capitol building. Extra, extra, read all about it. Election fraud scandal induces panic from democracy fear. Extra, extra, read all about it. Lost subway worker remains found in the terminal vent. Extra, extra, 
Read all about it. Pope admits that God spoke to him in a dream. His message is hope. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Search coming before it. Edit the headline post. Extra, extra. Read all about it. English teacher pronounced unintentional overdose at National Museum exhibit display. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Peace Corps fighter dies in robotic plague and first recorded case from 100 years. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Street violence erupts over local gang. Five dead, 41 injured. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Crime boss syndicate acquitted in murders trial of sleeping beauty. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Flights witnessed in the skies for the sixth day. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Project Starlight classified reveals unknown intelligence and classified government risk concern. Extra, extra. Read all about it. New Century Line townhouses burned down over a house warming party night. Extra, extra. Read all about it. The solar system has 4.2 billion years to exist. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Human copies first to beat genetic limitations. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Wall Street market lowest half-day closing since Great Depression. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Sports announcer resigns of its sexual allegation ties. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Undertaker was photographed crying at the funeral services. Shut up the newspaper. What is seen next is completely read instead of the words and poem. <laughs> Okay. I thought this was really great. I, I thought that uh, it was interesting to uh, incorporate all the different things that we've read over the years in in the paper or saw on the news. And, um, and I think uh, it was um, when you start extra, extra, read all about it, street violence erupts over a local gang. And five dead and 41 injured. I mean, the truth is there to be sure. And uh, um, I think it's uh, a little uh, 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 entertaining history lesson. Uh, and uh, I thought it was very well written. And uh, I, I, there were several things in it that I, uh, that I really liked. Um, when you read all about mysterious lights witness in the skies for the sixth day, um, you know, declassified information given. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here. You could take line by line and dissect it and discuss it because it's all very uh, interesting um, topics. And it was very uh, um, creatively written. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. I read the news again, oh boy, about a lucky man who made the grave. <laughs> you fucking hit home. Oh, oh, um, actually, what I was thinking about is the way that, you know, you know, I, I like how you you uh, explained all the bad things that happen, and this is how media works. They have all those bad things that happen, you know, like... Uh, the line about the street violence erupts over local gang five dead, 41 injured. Read all about it. They'll try to boss syndicate and quit it in a murder trial and seeking beauty. Uh, beauty. They just barely, barely all saturate all the nasty things that mean, mean so little to the regular person. And they just make them into 
41 injured. Oh, and a cat found a home. That's yeah. media that, that's the That's the basis of media overkill. And I just love how you did this with the uh, old, old style of the uh, uh, newspaper editor or the crier. It's not more like a, a newspaper car, the boy on the street, and the extra actually read all about it. I really like that. And it just, this this very smoothly. And I like the meter of it also. It, that that really is an that Undertaker was photographed playing at the Premier Stadium. Is that the Undertaker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the whole sense of irony of all these stories, I think, maybe. And the one that solar system is going to be extinct in the next four for two billion years. But who knows yeah. about that? It was in the newspaper. Yeah, that's a very poignant, my friend. That's a- what? <laughs> what? Guys, I apologize. I apologize. I, I Get your little booty up here and say something. Rack strong, boo. Don't don't call him rack. Okay. It's a um, really good poem. You just I mean I don't know I I don't know if I told you guys but you know I I read your poetry you know it's like automatically it turns into like a song and it turns into colors and it turns into this and that. And that. And it's like your poem brought some memories and memories. I liked it. I'm just good at it. Thank you very much, Zach. Um, lovely Linda, are you still here? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, really cool. Um, I think that the time spent researching this was incredible. Um, you hit on all, all the main topics, and, and I like the one, the poet admits that God spoke to him in a dream, and his message is hope. Uh, that's funny. Um, but, yeah, all these different things that we've gone through over the past year or so, um, it's just incredible, and, and it, it somehow brings it to focus here. Because one by one, spread out over time, we're like, yeah, okay. But seeing it here all together is like, wow, this all went on. And what an amazing way to get the point across that life is real. Um, I think this was an incredible right, Raz. Thank you for sharing it. Yes, that that was the, the moral at the ending of the piece. You can either pay attention to the news or stay focused. That uh, usually we're not in the events there of the headlines. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be something smart with you to teach people things. And I like the newspaper. Wait, did you just get a static? 
good guy. Oh, what? Awesome guy. What? Static, what actually, that? stop for a second. What did you do, Boo? Yeah, I know. I was mad. <laughs> hey, I had a question. You had to wait so long to have a question. Did you know, we got time or not? Yeah, if Ward Smith wants to read again, yeah, we we have we have some more time. Yeah, you want, if anyone wants to stick around, I'm just taking a call right now. Take a call. Let's just stick around after you. Let me see you stick on the board for me. Hey, Boo. I yeah, have a hey, question. Can you talk about your show? Um, oh, okay. Does 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 the Nostra um, accept? People under 18 years old on the shows? No. No. Sorry. I didn't think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah. We have another call on the line. This is Dyer. How are you tonight? Some of the things we talked about. Mrs. Mars, are you there? I'm here. We're all in the matrix tonight. There's a little technical glitch here. Can you hear us? Yeah, Blade, let Blade go first. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Blade, you, you put one there in the folder? What? Did you put one in the folder for tonight? Uh, I did not. I did not do that. Okay. Yo, you can you take want the board if you want right now, or you want to wait. <laughs> I can do that. Come on, girl. Come on. All right. I'm doing a repeat for, I think, the first time. But... It's the one I'm doing for the talent show, so I have to practice. Okay, no problem. Why not practice with us? Hey, Papa. Come on now. Uh, and I have the music for it, too, so I'm going to pull that up. Turn my volume up. Okay. Turn it almost again. The static. What's the static? <laughs> you ready, Blade? Yep. I'm ready. Let's go. You have the floor. Okay. Come on. I'm supposed to read. Yeah. Your poem's okay. right there? Anyone who doesn't think they're beautiful. Yep. Baby, it's okay. Just take your time. Take your time. <laughs> no, my music isn't cooperating. So filibuster. Filibuster, man. Throw some light in there. Zappa, you can't do that. I swear to God. <laughs> okay, here we go. Bye. <laughs> To anyone who doesn't think they're beautiful, 
I'm not going to tell you that you're beautiful. Because my words could never be enough to break that wall of glass that you somehow think protects you. I'm not going to tell you that you're beautiful. Because you only hear my words in a way that makes you think I'm lying, that I'm always lying. Lying when I look at you and say your eyes are endless galaxies. And I get lost in the twinkling lights that show up when you smile. Stars never shine so brightly as when they're dying. And I would ride through space to save you, but still you think I'm lying. Crying wolf as I pull on the cat's comet tail, trying to ride through the asteroid field that guards you. You, you beautiful dying star that will never believe, but simply stop trying to shine, to live, to be, to be more than what you see, what you see in your reflection. I'm not going to tell you that you're beautiful. But I will tell you that you're worth more than worthless, more than gold, more than the mirror that can never truly capture beauty. Shooting stars concealed behind your smile, giving glimpses of peace, playing hide and seek behind planets, flying saucers on a collision course with icy insecurities. I'm not going to tell you that you're beautiful. You wouldn't believe me. We've never even met, but I know you. You. you can hide behind a screen name and a smile, but I know you, know your pain, know that the secrets you hide behind those lips and the undertones and the words that you type say more than you could ever say, ever say, ever say. Has anyone ever said that they love you? Has anyone ever meant it? You are Pluto, feeling demoted because of your second-class size, crooked eyes, and imperfections. But Pluto will always be a planet in my book. You hang out at the outside of the picture, orbiting around happiness, but just out of reach because you never believe that it is yours for the taking, cold, unloved, unwanted. Pluto was a placemat where only the strong survive. When we were kids, it marked the start of infinity and beyond. I'm not going to tell you that you're beautiful. But every step you take is the start of a new path that started back in a grade school class when you couldn't wrap your head around just how long of a journey it would take to reach the outskirts of our solar system. So you thought the two-hour ride to Grandma's house was never going to end. But you sure wished you could bend the rules of space and time, fly to the end of infinity just to see how far it goes. And you, you beautiful dying star, shooting through space and all the time, wondering who and what you are because you just can't step that shiny brightly. doesn't have to mean that you're dying. We sent satellites into the sky and found the edge of our imagination when we discovered things that we had never even dreamed. And in the same way, I will send rockets up to find you, to smash into that glass wall that you somehow think protects you. Maybe in the glimmer of the light shining off the falling pieces, you'll see beauty in the millions of stars. Realize what you see is your reflection. End problem. Brilliant, yes. And uh, every time you perform, Mrs. Mars, what shines is your theatrical quality of conveying messages. It's like uh, slam poetry. And uh, what you have here 
It's uh, trying to tell someone maybe they're worth a hell of a lot more than they know. At least that's the message I'm receiving. Well, what about you, Liquid Damage? Uh, Liquid Damage had an emergency and had to go. Oh, she had an emergency? All right. Let's move over to Papa. You said hum? First, I wanted to say that everybody wants to be beautiful. Um, many people do not uh, get that compliment very much, but beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I love how you perform. I just love how you perform your uh, minds. Uh, this felt like a soliloquy. Um, just uh, you hang out at the outside of the picture orbiting around happiness, but just out of reach because you never believe, and that is your expectation. Um, you don't know how much that line transmits uh, meant to me. That this it just this, this is a really uh, meaningful uh, and uh, related. Thank you. Thank you, Papa. Zappa, what do you feel about this piece? I might be censored, but you know what? Fuck you for making me feel. Thank you. Very good. Finding off all the fucking tiny little pieces. Our memories, our emotions are. Oh my god. Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Did you come back? Liquid? So much fun to write. Yeah, I I came back for for a, a little bit, but I can't stay too long. I have a friend who's freaking out. Um, but yeah. I'm here. Did you hear the piece by Mrs. Mars? I, I, you know what? I heard most of it, and I'm sorry that I missed some because your portrayal of your poem was ex- just extraordinary. I think it was an emotional extravaganza, and yeah, uh, you really brought out the feelings um, with your right. Um, somehow, every time I've heard you uh, do a piece, I've been amazed at theatrical ability that you have. Um, you you bring more out of your poems than just to read, you know, having somebody read it. And I'm quite sure that nobody could read your poetry like you. Um, it was amazing. So thank you for, for sharing it. Great piece. First, thank you. It's definitely one of my favorite pieces and one of the most meaningful ones to me. So, Right on. Yeah, very, very good. Okay, everybody, I got to go, but I love being here. Yes, Thank you, everybody. we hope you take care of that emergency liquid. Thank you. See you, Linda. Take care. Good night. Okay, Corey, since uh, you've been here patiently, what do you think of this piece by Mrs. Mars? 
Well, I've, I've literally just commented, and I'll tell you something, the delivery of it was absolutely exceptional. I felt every amount of emotion, I felt every part of pain, but there was also, I also felt in, in the delivery, there was also like moments that felt like of hope as well, like hope and memory. It felt like there was a lot of things that was just combined all into one. Um, I can't think of, I mean, my, my memory's not very good, so I'm not going to lie. But what I did was, while uh, Mars was reading it out, I actually read it at the same time. So I was listening and reading. And straight afterwards, I commented. Um, yeah, it, it truly, it, it felt like it was like a journey. But at the same time, it felt like a journey that you've just begun. But yet you know the outcome, if you get what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Perfect. So that takes us over to you, Lady A. Thank you. Um this was spectacular, um, Mars. I, I think that this was your and I have to agree with uh, Corey too that your delivery was exceptional. It was brilliant and um uh, spoken word um and you did it perfectly um i thought the content of this piece was profound um and I, i'm going to skip to the end because you know when you speak about people will give give a person a compliment and they say, oh no you know you're you're crazy. Oh well, you don't really mean it, you know. And when when somebody compliments somebody else, and the compliment is not accepted, it's rather insulting to the person who's complimenting. And um, I think that we need to start believing, you know, number one in ourselves. If somebody should say something kind or lovely to you, to accept it graciously, and and believe that they're being sincere. But I thought that the the um, the message in this uh, affects us all because we've all been there, we've all done it, um, we all feel this way at one time in our life or another, and um, you know, he says, you know, I'm not going to tell you that you're beautiful. You wouldn't believe me. We've never even met, but I know you. I see you, and isn't it the truth? But at the end of it is what I really thought was wonderful. Uh, putting all of these things, and the, every single line of this was beautiful uh, and so compelling and so meaningful and sincere. But in the end, maybe in the glimmer of the light shining off the falling pieces, you'll see beauty in the millions of stars and realize what you see is your reflection. Perfect. Perfect, perfect ending to a perfect poem. Wonderful piece. I'm putting it on my list. Thank you, Lady A. And uh, Boo, what's your take on this piece by Mrs. Mars? Boo. I think. She, I think she's. She delayed somehow again. Maybe. Oh wow, she's on mute. What do you know? Oh, I'm sorry. 
Well, you know, I'm busting the hockey book. Nah, it was it was me and the cop, Vanilla. I'm um, so, just here. Think of, uh, yeah, this piece by Mrs. Mars. Where are you? God, blog talk. I will be home in the morning. It's Monday. This is the woman who's doing the Yeah, my phone starts. 
My son, so see everything that's playing there. You want to kill the after show party for tonight? We'll just end the show? Uh, I don't know if it depends on my son. Unless you do what we're going to do, Gonzo, and then we'll we'll do it. Think about it. Like in the name of God, don't say that. Just say in the name of Gonzo. We got it done. In the name of Gonzo, I pray. <laughs> yeah, I was in a, a room in Clubhouse yesterday, and they just called it retardation in the name of whatever that's supposed to mean about the ears. But, uh, you know, here's uh, Gonzo's piece. We are all Gonzo. At least uh, that's what his name says. I don't remember being Gonzo. And uh, I I don't really have, uh, you know, a soundcloud for this. So um, I I guess I'm just going to have to perform. Never it's Sleep Again, man. audio drama. No, 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 Okay, hold on, hold on. This is for you and Adam's show. You don't remember? Does it there a SoundCloud? All right, let me check real quick. If not, then I, I will get I another one. I was hoping I wouldn't have to do the whole myself because he does incredible sound productions. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Unless, you, um, How about you let Corey do another one, and I'll go get Gonzo and do, get his comb and do all that. Let him do another one, and then we'll do that, okay? Mr. Wordsmith Vampire, would you like to share another poem for us at the recital? Not a problem at all, sir. Yes. It's for uh, you, lady. You can put the, the link on the board. Right, where, whereabouts do I put it, man? Because, uh, like I said, last time uh, I, I think I got a bit. You can send it to me, time. Corey. Send it to me. You can send it to me. Okay, right, I'll send it to you. Yeah, give me a second. Okay, yeah. I did actually have one. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, Papa's gone. No, thank you. Good night, Papa. Oh, he needs a maiden to share, to share the poem. Lady A, this is for you. Yes, he needs a maiden. He does. Who's the maiden? Freddie Cougar, Robert Englund's role. Hey, can I can I take one of you? There we go. All right, I got it. Okay. All right. Now read it, Corey. Do me a favor. Read it real slow, okay? (laughs) 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 All right. Just joking. All right, here we go. How slow? How slow we talking? Are we talking like Andre the Giant slow? Like really, really slow. No, somewhere in the middle there. Right. <laughs> hey, okay. he's dead, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here you go, okay, Lady A. <laughs> this one is called Death and the Girl. Oh. As she looks down, she lifts her weary head, slowly tilting her neck. Tears of blood stream down her face. The memories of her past at long last have destroyed the love she had. Ultimately, she is lost, cowering in the corner, corner of her heart. No escape from such pain and pressure. I feel so cold. I feel like I'm not alive. 
my scars they set on my soul like the illumination of moonlight. Can anybody take me away? Can anybody save me from myself? Is this at all in this reality a possibility? I beg on broken leg. I cry on bended knee. I scream on slit wrists. I die for some Mm. compassion, some mercy. Mm. Take my hand, a voice whispers. I shall take you away from all of this. The world is a cruel endeavor, a lost, desolate place. Come, my child, come with me. Let me unshackle those chains. Allow me to set you free. Let's not wait a moment longer. Let's not die another day. Stay by my side. I will protect you. Stay. Please stay. Such loving darkness, but no flesh upon his face. But how can I resist such a promising place? I'm terrified, exhaling out. I'm scared, inside I did shout. He could hear my inner thoughts. He could sense my inner emotions. My heart was lost, and somehow he found it. Shrouded in black rags, with his scythe in hand. Come, my dear, take my hand. Her appeal to him was just take me home. Never allow me the lie of light. Give me forever night. Never leave me alone. She entwined round his neck, numb and lifeless expressions. Upon his skeletal face, but he still inhibited his ambitions. Her face so white, like the death of love itself. Cold and numb yet she succumbed to her smile. Take me away, she exclaimed. Violently energetic, she wants to leave. Upon the morrow, the girl was gone. Family didn't come. She was never alone, never alone again. The black sheep of her family, but she had more than now, than ever before. Never to feel lost, afraid, or used anymore. Her heart had beat its last, but death kept her alive in the darkness in the night as his un- eternal undead wife. She couldn't realize how much love and life she had to give, but she realized she loved him, the girl that fell head over heels in love with death. End poem. Oh, perfect read. Yeah. Perfect read there. Lady A. <laughs> Well, I'm just wondering where the link is. I, I didn't find, I couldn't find the link to that. Um, I, 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 I sent it to. Uh, yeah, that's my Boom. fault. That's my fault. That's my fault. I will get it. Uh, I thought I put it there. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I thought it was read beautifully. Um, it yeah. was very. Um, it was intriguing, but it was also um, melancholy uh, in a way, and. Um, I I thought it was beautifully done. I want to refer back to some specifics that I don't have. Any... Are yeah, you putting it in the room? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to do Gonzo and then do this. I'm sorry. Okay, because, um, yeah. yeah. There we go. It. There you go. Okay. Yes, I thought that uh, that was, uh, I'm referring to it now, Um Tears of blood streamed down her face, and, you know, you talk about her past 
um, at long last have destroyed the love she had, ultimately she's lost. I thought that this was entirely sad. Um, and then it gets very, very dark when you say, um, I beg on broken leg, I cry on bended knee, I scream on slit wrists, I die for some compassion, some mercy. Um, it's like this person is where she, where she or he is, but doesn't really want to be there. Um, I think it was, um, I mean, I, mean, I know, dark poetry is interesting to me. I, I don't write a lot of it, but uh, where it comes from is, is of great interest when you can think this way. Um, and in the end, she didn't realize how much love and life she had to give, but she realized she loved him, the girl that fell head over heels in love with death. Um, and I'm assuming that he was death. Um, it was uh, very, it's almost like too little too late where she realized she was more than what she had been pondering or consuming for so long. That was my impression of it. Um, I don't know if that made sense to you or not, but uh, I was kind of rambling there for a little bit. But I thought it was uh, I thought it was a really well done piece. Uh, and then I really liked I liked this uh, verse here too. Come, my child, come with me. Let me unshackle those chains. Allow me to set you free. Love, love, love that. And um, uh, it, it just it just was a very compelling right it made you think and i want to read it over and over again because i want to see exactly uh what's in it line for line i don't know if i hit any of the nails on the head or not but uh, i did appreciate the piece very much thank you very much yeah um again this was another piece of poetry that was inspired by a movie uh, i'm a i'm a big uh, musical fan and i like stuff like le miserable phantom of the opera and again, mm-hmm. I took Phantom of the Opera, basically in, in specific was um, The Point of No Return and the music of the night, which oh was God. Christine oh, and uh, the Phantom basically singing together in duet in, in some kind of affection. And I combined the two and I saw it as what if Christine had enough of actually being in life and had enough of being pushed aside, being the black sheep of the family, being the person that she never wanted to be and she always never felt loved. Well, in this symbolization, death was actually... It, it, it can be played two ways. It's either death as in dying, so she gets freedom, or death himself, the Grim Reaper comes and fetches her. And then she oh. lives... Uneternally, forever. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. You know, I just think this is, you know, interesting to to hear you say these things. Sorry, this is kind of an aside, but um, here's a man who who writes darkly, uh, espouses vampirism, and loves Mm -hmm. the musicals like Les Misérables and and uh, Phantom Mm -hmm. of the Opera. Which are to me, I like, hold them in front of me, and they're like two pair. You know, they're two opposites uh, that you're drawing from, and I think that that's quite um, an interesting personality. 
if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's interesting. Um, yeah, he doesn't read a lot of dark. I when I first talked to him, I said, you're so sad, you're so young, you know, but it's not really sad, he just likes the darkness, I think. And Yeah, that's a good mix of, you know, he likes all kinds no, of but stuff. Yeah, but you have, right? you have, it sounds to me like you have um, uh, an education of sorts. Uh, I don't yeah. know how old you are, or if you've been to university or whatever. Uh, maybe it's the school of hard knocks, but you sound to me like you mm. have uh, some background in classical uh, music and uh, certainly film. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I've never been an actor, um, apart from maybe school plays. Uh, I do some mm-hmm. singing. I do like singing. Um, I can mm-hmm. I can do a bit of Phantom of the Opera myself. Um, I do like, I do like uh, a lot of movies. I haven't had any university. I've had some college. Mm -hmm. That's where I first started to learn. I mean, I used to smoke weed. And that's where I first started to basically (laughs) embrace the idea of writing. And I stopped smoking about 25. I'm 34. Uh, I stopped smoking about 24, 25, and even though I stopped, I was still able to just continue writing. So, yeah, um, I haven't had any university. Uh, that's actually quite oh, interesting you, you said that. Oh, you thought you needed weed to smoke too, right? Or that's I you used to smoke weed, yeah. yeah. I used to. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Well, I still smoke weed, let me just say that. Um, <laughs> 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 I need something, okay? Let me just tell you. Anyway, it's legal. It's legal over here, so. Actually, it's um, legal here. No, no. In Canada, weed is not banned in the United States of America. There's dispensaries. Yeah, but, I'm uh, all about the small weed. We, we have a, a one caller who came at the last moment. Who, who even knows their luck at that? Six one two. Please pick up. Hi, it's G. Lars, over two hours away. G. Lars, what do you know, sir? Nice to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Boo, since uh, we're having, did you find we are Gonzo's? Or should we want to ask G. Lars? I went in with Gonzo's to do G. Lars and then. All right, you go go on looking for Gonzo. G. Lars, would you like to take the floor? I got Gonzo's already. Yeah. And uh, Zappa, one more comment for Wordsmith Vampire. Okay. Yeah. Zappa? Um, yeah, you're going to go next, G. Lars. You go get a phone and put it on the board, my friend, if you can. All right, Zappa, Zappa drop and uh, Mars drop. So that leaves us with Lady yeah. A, Wordsmith here, and uh, you, G. Lars. G. Lars. You're the last one here. Yeah, on I'm here, bro. I'm here. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, do you see it on the board? It's very nice of you to let me read my poem during two hours later. Oh, I came at the last second that you was going to shut out, Lars. Did you think I was going to be recorded? You, Lars? <laughs> no. Uh, recording right now. Okay, look, I've been uh, out of it, uh, all poetry world, for a bit, I don't know, a month or so, mm-hmm. but. You know, I have a real life. Uh, oh, it's yeah. real lives, right? <laughs> right. I don't, but I'm um, kidding. Anyway, 
So I wrote one. I Do you see it? It's called Will Smith to be topical. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't see your poem, but I'll go get it with you. <laughs> that sounds good. If you can put it uh, on the board. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna I thought it. I just did. I commented on the board. No, I think you might have a long one. Yeah. Uh, let me go see. This is yeah, uh, yeah, the poster notes. That was really a shame what happened. He's no longer in the Academy board no more. Will Smith. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Okay. Well, I got it for you if you want it, me to get I got it for you. You know, it brings uh, up the controversy. Is watching the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air now banned? I know, that's ridiculous. Um, okay, so here we go. I'm getting it. Okay, D-Money. You, you can start reading D-Money. I got it. Oh, it's been so long since anyone's called me G-Money. Uh, uh, so thanks. Uh, I feel like I'm uh, right back in the mainstream here. And, uh, yeah, you can look, uh, I'm going to put forth this poem. It's been, I guess, a week, right? We've all kind of digested and, uh, what a deal. And I'm just going to read the poem and not give my comment. If you want to read it, uh, Mr. Diamond made a comment and I made kind of a long reply to it. So you can, uh, take for what it's worth. So we start with Will Smith. I do not want that pig thug in the same room, city, state, or country as me. If he were not black, rich, and famous, he'd be in a filthy jail cell where he belongs to be. For 30 years he's fooled you. Nice poor kid fantasy transported to Bel Air. The true thug yet shines through. Some of us already knew. Now his tears and fake waterworks. Hollywood hypocrites gave him a standing ovation. That was their first reaction. Their Me Too bullshit got lost in the translation. Out of your fucking mouth, I heard him scream twice. He's a violent piece of shit. I shall have nothing to do with it. End poem. Okay, well, we let it roll. What do you know? It was uncensored. I guess this is going to have to be technically in general. (laughs) <laughs> whoever hears the show but uh yeah you know you're showing uh exactly uh, all kinds of anger here who's not going to be a, a bit uh more than irritated by the fact that uh what there is of this controversy of will smith is violent why he lost his own place on the academy that whole incident that night and uh mm-hmm. it's like just waving in front of his fans that they didn't know him at all, really. But, uh, yeah. well, Worth, you have you heard about this over there? Okay. Would you like to comment on Will Smith? <laughs> me, me, buddy. Who? Lady A. Worth this. Oh, sorry, Corey. I didn't hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey. Yes, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> It's definitely um, thought-provoking, that's, that's for sure. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it makes perfect sense, obviously, with what he did. And I'm, I'm caught two edgeways about it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, and I sometimes me wonder, too. was it staged? Was it not? Yeah, me too. Is, it, is it because yeah. Hollywood has, has lost so much face over the last couple of years that they're trying to get the public back? It's stuff, yeah. just stuff like that. But the poem itself, very down to earth, very graphic, very in your face, and very realistic. There you go. <laughs> Agreed. 
there is an audience for this kind of poetry, and you know, it it yeah. just depends on who. But I have to admit, G Lars, you know, those aren't the rules of the site. All right, Lady A, what do you think of Will Smith? <laughs> Um, I I was um, I I I think the poem was great. Uh, um, I think that you you know you spoke the truth. The only thing that I would question is the need for um, to say that he was black because I really I don't to me he this was inexcusable no matter what color you are. I don't think yeah. that that had anything to do with with his. Um, situation i think that if anything to do with his his blackness was that he ruined um the whole uh evening he ruined his award he ruined Mm -hmm. um the the accolades that people trusted him with like to to win this award um i think he besmirched um all things that were good uh, about those awards, and uh, if you look at the at the footage on this, um, when Chris Rock, who I think has like a ton of class, um, when he made the joke, Will Smith, they panned to him first, and he was laughing at Chris Rock's joke, yeah. and then looked yeah. over to his wife and saw her uh, disparaging look, and that's when he jumped out of his chair and went up there. I think that he, through, I mean, for all of the struggles um, the black community has with gaining the equality uh, uh, for awards and sports or whatever it happens to be, uh, he threw it back 100 years by doing yeah. that. And um, But uh, I think that um, uh, Chris Rock didn't charge him with anything, uh, I don't know if the police could charge him without Chris Rock charging him. I don't know. But I think I that so. your poem spoke well, volumes. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the poem was was really great. Um, and um, and he did act like a thug. He was a punk up there. And uh, he, sh- he, he, he showed a different side to the public mm-hmm. and an absolute disgrace. Um. And you've mm-hmm. you've put this here in that in that same vein, and I I, I appreciate you having the guts to to put it out there like you did. What about the fact that um, you know it's a very sensitive subject for women too? And what about the fact that he was just like defending his woman? Like you don't think that's um, I thought that right? was garbage. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, yeah. you know. Just, you know, okay. I, I just you know. How many, you know what, I'm going to say this about that, and I, you can shut me up. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to take over the whole right. thing, but, you know, when there's no. something going on in somebody's life, you know, we can't help but stumble over things that are said that maybe are part of our lives. For for example, um, I, have a, I have a wonderful uh, grandson who is in his second year law school, brilliant kid, good-looking, funny, uh, intelligent. He's a fabulous young man. He's gay. And when you hear, when you're in in a group of people, you wouldn't believe how often jokes are made about gay people. And I, yeah, I'm yeah. sensitive because he's gay, so I, that jumps out at me in a group of people. It's so frequent that, you know, mm-hmm. but are you going to go off the deep end? 
you know, because of it. I mean, she has alopecia. Um, so what? You know, it's it's mm-hmm. not like she's going to die of it. And uh, it was a agree. joke by a friend, and she should have mm-hmm. taken it much more gracefully. But, uh, yeah. but each one of us could sit there and say, you were touched by suicide, you were touched by murder, you were touched by drug addiction, you were touched, you know, anything like that. And if somebody makes a joke out of it, it stings a little bit, but you're not going to lose your mind over it, you know. And, 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 and certainly, in a prestigious award ceremony, like it, like he was, oh, it was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's alopecia, it's not the end yeah. of the world. A lot of women get it, a lot of women have it, a lot of men have it. It's not yep. like, you know, right. It's just hair loss. It's, it was a mild. And, and you know, in my, oh, really. exactly. How vain is how vain is she anyway? How vain are you? If you really are worried so much about the hair is the big deal. Big. I mean, shit. There's all kinds of, you know, kerchiefs and headdress things. And anyway, yeah. my point is, is not that. But gee, Lars, you did a you did a good job on this. Thank you. I, I guess I wish that too that that the barriers would fall. So that we don't describe a person as a white man or a black man or a Chinese man, I think that they should mm-hmm. fall and say this man did a stupid yeah, idiotic thing and 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 ruined his life for it, probably. Yes, I take your comment seriously. I mean, the word, the single word, black, out of the whole poem, right? Does uh, but there's so many yeah. intonations here, right? There's racism, mm-hmm. sexism, yeah. classism. You know, yeah. and you think about, well, what would it be different if it was a black man and white woman or any combination of two white men or, you know, what if it was The Rock up there? Would Will Smith have gone up mm. and slapped The Rock? <laughs> no chance. Yeah. You know, no chance. physicalism yeah. and bullying, whatever, you know, and I yeah. I really appreciate the comments. And please, um, if you would, read my comment, or, or I could, but I'll just sum it up because John Diamond made a nice comment. Pretty much agreed with me, and yes, I think I'm persona, very harsh, no ambiguity. People who read my past poems, I often do that, you know. But yeah. this was two yeah. days after it happened, and I listened to lots of talking heads and so forth and make my own opinion, and lots of ambiguity as well. I did soften a oh, bit. Yeah. You I did, did a believe great job. It was, it was a, a forgiveness poem. to everyone in the end, and I don't want to be a hypocrite, you know. Someone dissed my woman yeah. one time. I sucker punched him in the bar, you know, and... A slap mm-hmm. is not murder or even a punch, but some appropriate yeah, punishment. You know, I don't know. And you know what a deal. I mean, and you know, you want, your man to stand, you want your man to stand up for you. You want to be with someone who's going to yeah. have your back and stand up for you. I thought I it was kind of I understand hot, why yeah, people stood up and clapped on the one hand. Yeah. But on the other yeah. hand, I summed it up my comment. We can't have people slapping stand-up comments for mild insults, I guess. So yeah. I'll need to learn from this. Yeah. And you know, and I hope you have plenty of controversy there. We can agree the on that point. The world as well. Smith, you know, he's out of Hollywood now. Okay, wait. Let me say something. They, they said like three or four of his films now are all in the in the tank because of this. Like he ruined his career over this. Uh, There's going to be know. an overreaction. I wish him well. You know, and he's been wonderful. Yeah. I thought actually before this, I had a really good opinion of him as. All he the did. Hollywood elitists. He was. I thought he was a Christian. I thought he was a decent guy. Some of his movies, my yeah. my daughter, you know, kids, Men in Black, You're of Happiness, you know, they were very positive movies. I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm going to watch I'm Legend and hope I am not really arrested by the <laughs> FBI because it's sad material now. That's all I'm thinking to myself as to watching Will Smith again. Yeah. Do you guys remember? 
You must oh, remember okay. the guy that was, uh, what was his name, Kramer in Seinfeld. And once Seinfeld yeah. was finished, he, he did some stand-up comedy. And I yeah. don't know if you remember this or not, but he was in a club and there was a heckler. And um, mm-hmm. he heckled uh, Kramer all night long. And, yep. and finally he answered back, but he used um, the N-word and, and other things it like that. Racist. when he. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes, it got racist. I remember well. Go ahead. Yeah, and you know what? He hasn't worked since. Uh-huh. So I would yep. be surprised if Will Smith gets any offers for anything for a very long time. He has the money stage up in the bank. Sure he does. Yeah, I won't cry for him, but yeah, yeah his, have her his own big projects already have been canceled. He's already been yeah. canceled. Yeah, he's well, the fuck not the fact now the Oscars are basically out of his reach, let's be honest, not many people are going to want to pick him. No, no way. That's right. Yeah. Not, not for anything the, the, now. They'll lose money. They'll lose money. And wasn't this his first Oscar? Like, should have had his pinnacle yes. night. Um, I think he's been nominated for his what movie was it anyway? Um, he's been winning Oscar for. The one about the uh, Serena Williams, the tennis stars. Um, oh yeah. Their father was a story of them. Their father. Uh, uh, King Richard. Yeah, King, uh, King Richard. Yeah, King Richard. He was oh, the father. Okay. Other Shakespeare play. You haven't oh. seen the movie? Come on. Either of I. No, I haven't. Yeah, I of course. Uh, Oscar winner. Let's do that. Oh. 80% of the world, <laughs> at least. I thought it was and about a little thing. I didn't right? Let's all give Will yeah, some more money, because I do want to see it, to be honest. I mean, yeah. you know, I, don't, I have a love-hate relationship but, with Hollywood, right? You know, G-Lars, John Depp, no I think he's a great actor, what about but no I hate it. There's no publicity, bad publicity, right? Isn't that true? So, <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> that's what they say, you know? But are you ready for your anyway, thanks for all the heartfelt comments. You, of course, you can comment on it on the site, but I'll stop. Yes, we will. Thank you, G-Lars. G-Money. You're going to stick around? We've got one more. So, do we have that on Gonzo? It's on the board. I'm going to push the button. Relax. Here. Ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I love this one. Lady A, this one's going to get you. Against amber winds, splashing flecks of color due oh to the <laughs> top sequence serenity skies passing across tepid peaks, tattooed, pursued, ink bonded, glued, the ever desired hue no other can undo. I remain astonished what will can accomplish when one is honest, keeping all that is promised. Not the calmest sea travels, but sets sail nonetheless. Quite the modest inspiration, but I digress and acquiesce. Raging river, breaching rainbow shores of seaweed, collapsing beneath ruby red gorge of cleavage. Squalls of effervescence seeping from pristine pores, 
forever I am, indisputably, inevitably, indelibly, yours. You know what? He's a fellow Canadian as well. He's from Newfoundland, and I'm from yeah. New Brunswick, a couple of provinces apart. So, what a magnificent. Go. I'm going to shut up because I've already talked too much. Magnificent. No, 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 no. I feel the same. Yeah, you're hot. Go ahead. Keep going, lady. <laughs> just, it just was mesmerizing. He has a voice like velvet and it's a seductive voice that anyone it's what I would call swoonable and uh and mm. I love the um background music like the 40s um mm. you know the bar scene where they're you know they're doing that uh uh one person mm. and mm. uh and and to listen to that and to have anyone say to you forever I am mm. is Inevitably, yeah. indelibly, indelibly yours. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, and more yes. Wow. Sign me up, Sonia. Yeah. I'll send you the What more is there to say to your sweetheart? But you'll always be that person in their heart. Yes, those are sweet words indeed. What about you, G. Lars? How do you take this by We Are Gonzos? I'll send you the MP3, Lady B, Lady A. Yes, thank you. Oh, oh, that was great. All I remember is the last lines, and it's kind of like my style when I try to impress my love of with poetry. Indelibly, oh, inevitably yours. How he ended it, indelibly. Uh, and his voice, yes, boy. Was that Barry White? Um, that was, I almost <laughs> yeah. fell in love. That was you almost fell in love. Sexual healing. Smooth operators. <laughs> Very smooth operator. I like Very Goodman. Mm-hmm. Very white. <laughs> and Wolf poems are great. You, you, you like this track. This is the end of the show now. So say the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, the two things I pieced together was 1930s Chicago. So Gangster USA. Yep. And James Bond. It gave me that kind of, it, it, it came across as the way that he was talking, the way that he was reading his poem, mm. it came across as like he was a sophisticated individual. It came across as somebody that was basically, like uh, Lady A says, was definitely mm. swooning, but at the same oh, time, yeah. It came across as somebody that knew what he wanted and he was going to take it, but he did it oh, in a way yeah. where he did it in a way where he felt like he could accomplish anything. That that and the voice was fantastic, especially with the music. It it, it worked perfect. Mhm. Yes, yes, yes. He's going to take it. He's going to take it. He's not even going to ask. Like. Uh, yeah, that's, that's perfect. Like. The speakeasy in Chicago. There you go. Yeah, I love the Boom. voice thing. The whole thing. Yeah, uh, the whole thing. Is, yeah, that's why I picked it because that's why I picked it because one of my favorites. The whole voice, the music, all of it, and then like everybody said, the ending line, like his dedication, his devotion. Uh, yeah, it was really good. And and you know, it's romantic, really romantic. I mean, who wouldn't? 
want to hear that, right? Um, yeah, I'm with you, Lady A, on that one. I had good stuff done, though. I was going to, if I could find a place to have a song that we had played yesterday on the way out. Yeah, we're done. You want to say anything else, Red? Yeah, um, i like to give my acknowledgement. But first, everyone say goodnight to everyone who's out there on the web or good morning or whatever in the 24-hour cycle of the web. Good night. Wait, hey, yeah. Good morning. Good, night. good evening. I don't. I'm gonna play something on the way out. I can find it for Sal. Was it? I that we speed up on your show. Yeah, I have. I have Sal. 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 I have to go okay, back and well, listen to the first two hours when you post I'll one it. For, I'll play one for Tori. Let's see. I think. Uh, hold on. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's see if he likes this one. I don't know. He might. Let me see if I can find it. I just got to. This thing is so stupid. I don't like that. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. See if you like it. See if you know it. You might not. You do. You probably do. Um, thank you, everybody. Let's see the plays. Thank, thank you all for coming out to the show. No worries. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks a lot. Good meeting you. Polly Wally, Rafa, Parallel Reality, Blue Fox, Neon, Quantum Simulators, Liquid Damage.
JCPenney's Memorial Day sale, sizzling deals are on with storewide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupons. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Encuentra la libertad durante los Jeep Freedom Days. Ahora arrendatarios retornantes FCA bien calificados arriendan a bajo millaje la Grand Cherokee WK Laredo y 4x2 2022 por 335 al mes por 36 meses con 3,815 al firmar. Impuesto, título y placa no incluidos. No requiere depósito. Llama al 1-888-925-G para detalles. Requiere contribución de agencia y arriendo con Chrysler Capital. Arriendo actual debe vencer el 31 de mayo del 23. Cargo por milla sobre 30,000. Restricciones por residencia. Toma entrega para el 31 de mayo del 22. Jeep es una marca registrada.